we all play our own music in here and like whenever people ask me about music I'm like oh like yeah if you like this music I book all these shows like you should take a picture of that flyer that's a free show you should check out this band and we've had really we've had crazy shows we've had like the umbrellas here we've had uh, Seablay we've had Chime School we've had Joel Robino we've had Will Sprott we've had Anna Hilbert I mean we've had it's like so many we just had Thunder Boys we've had the Circulators we've had the Boars like the Windups I mean we just had so many bands I can't even name them all but they're all every time people come and they don't already know the band they're like this band is fucking awesome where did you find them and I'm like yeah that's just just show up because the bands are going to be good that was Joanna Liocci longtime Vesuvio bartender and creator of the bar's wacky Wednesday music shows in Kerouac Alley I'm Jeff and this is Storied San Francisco, a podcast all about the artists, activists, and small businesses that make this city what it is. This is the fourth and final episode in our little mini-series on one of our favorite spots in San Francisco. Vesuvio means so much and so many different things to many, many people. This episode with bartender Joanna Liocci ends on one of the newer aspects of the place, the Wacky Wednesday music shows that happen every summer and into the fall in Jack Kerouac Alley, which, if you've been living under a rock, separates Vesuvio from its San Francisco landmark neighbor, City Lights Books. Here's Joanna. I just turned 41 like two weeks ago, so it's March, maybe it was 2004, I don't know, I have no idea. Basically, two, it's basically yeah. twenty years. Yeah, which pretty is much. A it's coming up. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> if you want to talk about, I mean, because twenty years is a long time. Yeah. And I don't want to like brush or rush over it. Oh um, yeah, well. If you want to talk about any of your stories, um, you know, and then leading up to like having to close with the pandemic and then yeah. coming back. That was stuff weird. You've been doing since um, then. Yeah. So basically, yeah, I, I started working here. Um, I started as a waitress, which was very odd. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, this woman who was supposed to train me, who I'm still friends with to this day, so she'll remain nameless. She doesn't work here anymore, but she didn't show up to work. And uh, this guy who was the bar manager at the time was like, well, like, get a tray. And I just said, all right. So I didn't know what I was doing. And it's upstairs, too. So it yeah. was like, it was like, if you don't know how to roller skate and then roller skate like up a hill, like it was like, what the fuck? So, and of course, my first table, it was this table, the big table over yeah. here. Um, they got three martinis and four glasses of, of champagne. Of course they did. And I was like, fuck me. So I was carrying the tray like a kid would carry it, like with both hands on either side. Yeah. Didn't have it underneath, whatever. And this yeah. woman, thank God, who was sitting at the table said, how long have you been cocktailing? And I said, three minutes. <laughs> and she was like, what is happening? And I said, I don't know. I was supposed to train, but like no one's here. So I'm just doing it. Yeah. And she said, okay, give me the tray. Like, oh, I don't know shit. who this woman is. She's like an angel. Yes. I have no idea. She was fucking rad. And she's like, give me the tray. And she, she like took my hand and put the tray on my hand. And she was like, move it. Like what, or are you left-handed or right-handed? I told her. And she's like, okay, if you're right-handed, you're gonna hold the tray with your left hand. I know that's like counterintuitive. And she's like, never look at the drinks. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then I did it and I just started practicing, but she taught me how to cocktail. It's that like lady. the bar gods were looking It was down really, on you. she was the best. And, and also I, for the yeah. like five listeners who have never been to Vesuvio, 
the stairs. Yeah, they're very steep. Are, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of red. The first time, the first like, bullshit I had. You used an analogy about roller skating, but I'm like, also walking up and down yeah. the stairs. Oh, no. Yeah, you're running <laughs> up and down stairs. Yeah. <laughs> um, the people With who serve tray. here, it's, it's, it's athletic. Like, the right. only thing... Right. The only thing I can think of that's comparable is I know people that have cocktailed at like the Fillmore and the Warfield and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, and I'm like, how stairs, yeah. on earth? Well, there's that and, and then the crowd, and like the crowd. going through all the people and they have like the glow stick. I'm like, how do you find anyone? But yeah, so why, like, it's, the, it's Olympic level of running when it's really, when it's really busy. empath in me will almost always go to the bar in a situation yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. If it's too slam for sure. Put that I mean, on anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, and it's so funny, too, because before the pandemic, it used to be that the servers and the bartenders all kept their money, like, completely separate. And right. then we've changed that since the pandemic just right. because of the evolving rules and the you can't be inside, you can't be inside. We've all kind of had to pull weight for each other um, sure. for the last few years, which has been actually fine. Everyone's been really good about it. But um, but it used to be a thing where if people sat down at a table with, like, a round of drinks, the servers would get and they would be like they'd come down and like yell at the bartenders and it was predominantly like when well they were always like you should have told them and at this oh, point right. it was kind of like at that point this was probably like 15 years ago but yeah. it seemed like most of the bartenders were mo men and all of the servers were, were women. women so it was kind of amazing because you would sit there and you would have a server come down and be like what the fuck you just served the banana table and that was nine drinks and now they're gonna sit there for a fucking hour and they're yeah. not gonna and it was like you're taking up all like you're stealing my money like full on just fighting behind it's the like, bar it's um, like Alice and Flo and Vera yelling yeah, at, it, at Mel it's so good it. like it was so and I'm sure it made so many people uncomfortable but like I if I was sitting at the bar I would just sit there like go on yes. like I just you know I thought yes. it was great so um but that's all mellowed out a little bit which yeah. is nice and then yeah and then we had a close for the pandemic that was obviously very weird was um, this your only job at the time it was okay. yes so I was just working here I was working here five days a week so I was here it was just weird um and weird, right? yeah, yeah it was one of those things where you know I think like everyone had different experiences for me i kind of was like oh yeah i'm hearing about this thing covid19 and mm -hmm. i forget what they were originally calling there's another uh, well coronavirus it was there was another name though that some oh. they were calling Sa it sars no 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 oh. it was something i don't remember but i remember my boss was like well we should be doing this because of this and i was like what the oh. fuck is she talking about like i All was right. fully like what and i didn't think anything of it and then i realized like oh this is She's talking about coronavirus, and like it all just sort of like went into place. Like, okay, yeah. shit, bad, blah, blah. And then for I would say maybe a week, there was like no one in in here. Right. Um, so that was obviously weird. And then we got like the call that it was just like closed down at midnight, and it was really scary, and it yeah. was really you know awful in a lot of ways. We have a lot of regulars, and we have a lot of people who live alone, and. Mm -hmm. People were like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like, yeah. I don't have, at the time, especially, like, I think that's changed a little bit, which is probably a positive thing. But this was like, or it still is for some, but this is definitely like a lot of people's social outlet living and living room. Yeah. And a lot of people yeah. live in SROs. And yeah. um, a lot of people were like crying and just yeah. really upset. And it was just like, fuck, I don't know well, what to tell to, you. Um, like, um, is, you know. Not to diminish any of no, what you're no, saying. But I also think about, um, remember the first shutdown was supposed to be for like two weeks? 
Yeah. I'm like, how cute. Well, I know. So I had how a cute thing. That they thought that so I closed down the bar. We brought all the booze downstairs. We did all of this stuff, and we thought it was maybe going to be like a week. Yeah. Maybe two. Yeah. So I went to um, Cloverdale. I have a friend that lives in or has a house in Cloverdale. He bought it like six nice. years ago. So we, me and my friend Anna, go up there all the time. And she was already up there. I borrowed my parents' car and drove there and I pulled up and they were in the driveway and they mm -hmm. said something happened while you were driving they're shutting down the city and I was like of what Cloverdale, do you mean they're no of San Francisco and I was like what do you mean they're shutting down the city and she was like they're doing a lockdown and yeah. I was just like what the fuck like I just lost yeah. my job of like 17 years yeah. and now I'm like so I was like okay and they said we've talked about it we're both going to stay here if you want to drive back, you should drive back now. But if you want to stay, you should stay. Right, and I think other. I was so like, that I just stayed. And I ended up oh. staying there for four months. Wow, okay. <laughs> Which okay. was, I, I hate it. to say it, I get it. so lovely. Yeah. Like, it was so nice, because yeah. I live alone. And I live, you know, I would have, I, I don't know how well I would have done. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I had like a yard. I, I really... I was very, very, very lucky, very fortunate yeah. in that situation. And then I came back because I was like, I can't, I gotta, you know, yeah. I have to do my job Home at some home. point. Yeah. yeah, and like, I I could do this. I could lay in a hammock for the rest of my life. I could start drinking Sauvignon Blanc <laughs> from Dollar General <laughs> at 10 a.m. Yes. every day if I, I wanted to, but I know myself. And yeah, I was like, this is getting a little cozy. <laughs> I should probably like <laughs> tighten this up a little bit. So I came back, um, we reopened I think in, Later, what was that, maybe November? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I remember we closed down again yep. on December 4th. Yep. Because um, it was Chad's birthday, who's working right now. A woman who worked here had tested positive for COVID, so we just shut everything down. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think they did another the other shutdown like at the same time. And then we reopened again. <clears throat> Or maybe we open in October. I don't know. It's all very foggy. But um, but yeah, we, we basically had to just start over. It was yeah. really a lot. Do you remember when, like, y'all reopened for the last time and you've been I think it was January. Of 21. Yeah, okay, of 2021. Okay. I'm pretty positive. Well, that ties into when, where, and how did the music in the Oh, the Wacky start? Wednesdays. Wacky so, Wednesdays. Um, so basically, the bars were not very busy. Um... There were all sorts. Of, I don't even remember. It was such a. It's such a weird time to like think about like what it's like chicken or the egg of like how did that all. Mm -hmm. But basically, I just remember being at work and being thinking like this used to be fun and it's not fun. Like yeah. no one's having a good time. Everyone is so fucking weird. Um, like customers were so weird. We were weird. Yep. Like we were, we, I think it was just, you just weren't used to seeing a lot of people. Like it was just very odd. People were getting like real shit faced, yeah. um, which, you know, no, no one knows again, how to deal with what trauma. were you going to do? Like no yeah. judgment. I, right. you know, right. I don't fucking know. Like, yeah, you probably can't have 12 shots of tequila. You probably haven't done that for a while. Like who knows? But, um, I, it just felt very anxious and I was like we should do something fun like that I don't we need to do something that's like fun that will make people want to come out and like it should be outside it should be safe and I had yeah. run this art fair with a woman who worked here years ago called a fair to remember in the alley and it was local artists and we would do it um, I think it was like the last Sunday of the month this again this was like 15 years ago but, but monthly. We, we would do it monthly okay. in the summer yeah and I would get all the bands, she would get the vendors, I'd do all the permits, and we would just do it, and it would be really great, it'd be really cute, everyone liked it, it was fun. And I thought, okay, well maybe I could do something like that, but with just bands. So I started calling it Wacky Wednesday, um, I got 
I asked my friends to play. Right. I put it on Instagram and was like, hey, it's a free show. Yes. And basically, um, I asked the bar if they would pay the bands. And they did for for a while. Now I have sponsors, which is great. Oh, I got awesome. sponsorship through um, through some different companies. This year we have 805, Fernet, and Tito's are our sponsors, okay. which is great. Um, and the budget, you know, it's pretty. It's not the most difficult thing to put on. It's like you right. get you you. It's uh, booking is a lot. Like booking it is sure. a ton. I think we had. We had 13 shows this year, so I think we had like 29 bands this year. Um, the last one is the 25th, so we'll be done for the season. But of that's October. A, oh, October, yeah, it's a big oh, costume okay. contest. This will come out after that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, but yeah, yeah. Do you have plans to start it going? Yes. Again so we'll start it again in probably in June. Okay. Oh, we usually do it June to October. Okay, got it. Um, but it's fun, and and the thing about it that's kind of nice is like we have. People who work here, like Chad, again, who's working downstairs, he knows how to do sound. A guy named Jimmy who works here knows how to do sound. Um, my friend Brendan has been coming in to do sound. Our friend Scott, who works the door, knows how. So kind of between all of us, we can just sort of set up the PA, get the bands out there and do it. There's no tickets. So right. if someone gets, if a band gets sick or something happens, it's like, I'll put happen. the word, yeah, like I'll I put the word out and just yeah. be like, I'm sorry, but you know, right. this happened. Um, although we've been super lucky. We've had a couple of situations where bands have canceled. Um, I even had a band cancel. I think the show was supposed to start at, they start, they're seven to 10. It was supposed to start at seven and someone called me at like 4.30 that day. Oh, wow. mm -hmm. And they were like, I thought I could make it. I don't think they had COVID. I think they had something else going on, but they were like, I thought I could make it. I don't think I can do it. And I just said, don't worry about it. Like the whole point is it's free, it's fun. Like yeah. don't stress out about it. Yeah. I mean, I've had people that are like, seven months pregnant performing and I'm like if it gets closer to the date and you're like fuck no I don't want to do right. that don't do it right. like you know it's no it's very low stakes it's no pressure like you know yeah. um, but in the times that we have had people cancel um, I've kind of been able to just get on the phone and be like hey do you want to come down and play and people have done it and it's been great and it's just yeah. been a really cool event like people really love it there's um, a couple people from the neighborhood that are making a zine about it that they're gonna oh, sell rad. at City Lights which is cool yes. and it's gotten um, a lot like some media coverage and there was some mention I think someone told me I haven't seen anything of like uh, best of the Bay type of thing of like the best place to see bands that aren't famous yet kind of situation. Yeah. That and already happened? Or? I'm not, I just heard var I have various Marquis rumors here, about it. And I've been suggesting new categories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a couple that. people tell me that they got interviewed about it, oh. but no one has contacted me. I know nothing. So I'm just like, that would be a cool surprise if that happened. And like, yeah. even if it didn't, like someone got interviewed. So well, we're, um, not, we're not Bay Guardian or 48 Hills. But yeah, I, yeah. I will say that the reason we're doing this yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We think it's the coolest. Yeah, it's super fun, and like it's just really. I like that it's very like old San Francisco. Correct. Like it's playing in an alley. It's really hilarious selling it. It's not even really a sell, honestly, because most of the bands, like I said, are people that I know. Um, but it is funny being like you're playing in an alley and it's between city lights and vesuvio and to some people that's like a huge draw and to some people they're yeah. like wait what right. like we're playing in an alley and i'm like yeah but but the thing about that alley that i have to say and i always tell musicians like i would never i played music for a long time all of my friends are musicians and i'm like i would never bring you out here if it was gonna sound like shit. Like, I would not do that to anyone. That's just a mean, shitty thing to do. I would, no one would have a good time. It would be awful. But there's something about that alley where 
the buildings are so high and it's such a like long narrow alley that it sounds oddly really good in there yeah. um when i bought the pa i was at guitar center we had to replace the pa and of course i had there were all these guys in there like you know, you need more than this, you need more than this, it's outside. And I said, I don't, I trust me, like I actually know what I'm doing. Um, I don't want a PA that's like insanely loud. The, the where I'm doing it, the sound really like bounces off the, the outside. Like you don't want it to be too loud. If it's too loud, it's gonna sound muddy. And other bands are gonna turn out. Like this is the maximum what I want. Um, and that took a lot of convincing, but it just, it's always like, again, knock on wood, it's always worked out. Like we've never, People that come are in a really good mood. We've never really had any like assholes. Like, there's never been any fights. There's never been any injuries. Like, I know, like very, very, very much knock on wood. But like, I'm. I also. That's what I always say. Like, again, the the daughter of a nurse. I'm always very like. If someone got hurt or if something bad happened, I would feel really irresponsible just having this thing. And um, what's great about it is it's it's gotten bigger and bigger every year. And I'm. Also, at the point where people are like, you should ask this person and this person and this person, and I'm like, we it can't get yeah, too big, too yeah, big yeah, right, because right, it right. just won't work. Like yeah. it's kind of in this perfect, Sorry, perfect little right. pocket. I know. I would yeah. love to. I would love more than anything, but yeah, I yeah. don't think it would be very fun, yeah. and I don't think they would have a good time. You know, right. I think that's the whole thing. Is like everyone has a little room to to move around mm -hmm. and. It's, it's usually a good crowd of people, so. And just to double check, you are coming back in summer of 24. Yes, yes, that is the plan for sure. And okay. I already have my little OCD list in my phone of all the bands okay. I want to ask. Oh, yeah. Every year I make a little list of bands. Like a wish list. It's, yes, it's oh, yeah. like my ideal. Um, I, for a while, was only doing San Francisco bands. And then we've kind of, I've had a couple of friends from like LA, um, LA ask. We've had uh, that band Apache played out here. They played like a sold out show at the chapel. And then someone contacted me and was like, could they play in the alley and it wasn't a show week? But I basically just asked. I think Jimmy was working on the door at the time, and I was like, and I asked the, the it's always the same people on Wednesday. So I just asked my like wacky Wednesday crew, Jimmy and Antonio at the time, are you guys cool with this? It's gonna be real last minute, so I don't know how crazy it's gonna get, but it would probably be fun. And like they just set it up, like or Jimmy set it up, Antonio and I just did it, and um, and it was great. It was like people showed up, they couldn't believe that this band who like sold played a sold out show at the chapel was playing in the alley. Like people loved it, and it was a well, lot of fun. It's one of my favorite. Um, new thing. It, yeah. It's new, new enough. Yeah, it's definitely. It I is, think it's it new is, still. I'm not just blowing smoke up oh, your butt. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> it is a really great thing, and also, I am one of those people like this. The bar. Yeah. City lights. Like that's a very special. Yeah, it's place. a fun little. I mean, it's cool. I feel very fortunate that I worked here for so long, and also that the people who own Vesuvio and um, the people at City Lights have been very, very, very kind to me when I have had. For many years have had some pretty harebrained ideas of like why don't we try this and they always sometimes they're like ah, but they always let me do it they've they've never no one has ever said no um and i think you know generally it there haven't been a lot of flops like I, but it's also you know no know, know your crowd like know your audience i'm not sure. trying to have like metal shows outside or anything like that but right. it's like 
you know, they, they always are very, they're very supportive and it's really, really nice of them because they don't have to be that way, but they just are. They're really, they're great neighbors. They're great owners here. Everyone who works here really likes music. So I think that's a big part of it is, you know, I think it's, I think they like that, um, we're able to kind of bring something free to the community. Mm -hmm. The owner here, Janet, who you're going to speak to, she um, has set up like jazz on Sundays. I mean, okay. it's just kind of like a nice free thing we want to do for our, the neighborhood that we've both worked in for a really long time. Yeah. And people enjoy it. So like, why not, why not do it? So, so besides following um, Vesuvio or just coming here, mm -hmm. uh, but following on social media, how can listeners find out about the shows once they start up so I have not I'm like the worst when it comes to anything computer related um, I didn't have a computer until very recently and I'm I didn't have the internet in my apartment until like maybe a year ago you're blowing my mind in a I good way I didn't want I it so I did not want it the only reason I got it was in the same storm that ruined my corner store yeah. my dish cable got, got messed got up yeah. yes my dish and I was like, well, I can't watch any television now. And I was watching stuff on my phone. I got sick. I didn't have COVID. I got sick. And I was watching something on my phone, like a Hulu thing on my cell phone, which is also like an iPhone 5, so it's super small and <laughs> shitty. And I was like, this is a low point. Like, I'm an adult woman. Like, I live in an apartment. Right. I, I can just... I haven't seen Pretty, Pretty Woman. I haven't seen Pretty Woman. <laughs> I haven't seen The Notebook. I haven't had Mitchell's Ice Cream. But I think I could probably try this internet thing. I guess yeah. maybe it's going to stick. So I got internet. Is this a way apartment. to say that there's a website? Uh, or, no, so oh, there's no. not, is <laughs> yes. the point. Is I am, I'm about 20 years behind everything. So there is yeah. not a website. Um, awesome. What I tell people to do, I have an Instagram that I post everything on. And then Vesuvio also has an Instagram and a Facebook. So... For um, if you follow Vesuvio, they'll post. I usually try to post stuff. They'll kind of do like one or two. I kind of try to post like regularly just to promote more, just sure. as the booker. Um, so my Instagram is Joe Leochi, which is just my name. It's J O L I O C E. Um, but that I have all the events on there. And then um, I don't know. I mean, I should probably just do a Wacky Wednesday one for like next summer. I have I have I several months to do that. Also, don't you think it's a good message if people are able? Yeah. Come to the bar. Yeah, there's a ca there's calendars here as well. There's calendars. That's the thing. Um, it's and then, pretty. Like, once the show starts, just come yeah. every Wednesday. Yeah, or, or just come every other Wednesday. Every, um, yeah. There's there are posters. We put Chad again. I've mentioned Chad many times in this interview. He's Chad's downstairs, so he's getting he's getting all the prop. But Chad's great, so that is good. Um, but he made our our calendar this year. Nice. I gave him all the dates and everything, and he made a really cool flyer. Yeah. It's been in the window since June. Um, I tell people to just take a picture of it. It says on that the Instagram yeah. like candle or whatever um, so there's that I think a lot of it too is like like a website I mean I'm just not gonna lie a website is not gonna happen do I will website. I'll yeah, never yeah. do it I just know I won't Kids do it don't even know what website I also are. I'm just like I won't like I wrote yeah. a book and there's not a website like I'm just like I'm not I'm, I'm not good at anything like that but um but yeah, I mean the Instagram thing, the Facebook thing. Although I Facebook, I'm just like that's it's like that's for our grandparents' friends. Correct. No, just kidding. No. <laughs> but we still we still put it on there. Some yeah. people look at it. Um, but yeah, and then and then we have the posters up and stuff around. Yeah. Um, a lot of the bands make their own posters too, which is kind of a newer thing, which is really really cool awesome. for the zine. Um, they're oh, yeah. trying to collect all of those to like add them into the zine. Nice. So we'll put they'll come in and put those up everywhere. So it is kind of like. I kind of like that it's still very like find a flyer, 
see it on the wall, show up, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I, it kind of feeds into the whole like kind of old school, you know, and hear about, yeah, neighborhood, hear about it. I was at a bar. I saw they're going to have a show. We tell people when they come in, like, um, I have like, we all play our own music in here. And like, whenever people ask me about music, I'm like, Oh, like, yeah, if you like this music, I book all these shows. Like you should take a picture of that flyer. That's a free show. You should check out this band. And mm-hmm. we've had really, we've had crazy, um, Shows we've had like the umbrellas here. We've had Seablight. Uh, we've had Chime School. We've had Joel Robino. We've had Will Sprott. We've had Anna Hilbert. I mean, we've had it's like so many. We just had Thunder Boys. We had the Circulators. We've had the Boars, like the Wind Ups. I mean, we just had so many bands. I can't even name them all, but they're all. Um, Every time people come and they don't already know the band, they're like, this band is fucking awesome. Good. Where yeah. did you find them? Right. And I'm like, yeah, that's just just show up because the bands are going to be good. Like, yeah. I'm not going to get any debts. Even if I get someone super weird, it's going to be fun. That was Vesuvio bartender Joanna Liucci. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode on another San Francisco podcaster. Tracy Ramos of Booze Nation, the podcast. Whatever you do or don't do to celebrate Thanksgiving, enjoy it. I know I'll be counting myself lucky to be here with my family. Look for episode three with Tracy Ramos next week, wherever you listen to podcasts. Music for Storied San Francisco was produced, performed, and curated by Otis McDonald. Michelle Kilfeather does original photography for us. Aaron Lim of Bitch Talk Podcast is our contributing producer. And the show is produced and hosted by me, Jeff Hunt. Now in our sixth season, we have more than 200 episodes available on our website, storiedsf.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're able to, please rate and review the show. And drop us a line at storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Keep rejecting those silly doom loop narratives about our city. Stay wacky, weird, healthy, and creative. And we'll see you next time on Storied San Francisco. We acknowledge and respect the first humans of the unceded land we call San Francisco, the Ramaytoshaloni. We condemn the genocide of these and other tribes across the Western Hemisphere. We honor their legacy and history and we support rematriation and sovereignty efforts. This podcast is a proud member of the BFF.FM podcast network. Learn more at podcasts.bff.fm. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever.